Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocks. Thank you for joining us on Twitch tonight for the live stream recording. This will be posted on YouTube and all the podcast forums, Spotify, Speakers, Stitcher, Apple, Google, you name it. Thank you guys again. I hope you all are having a good evening. It is Tuesday, November 23rd, as of this recording. See some familiar faces in the Twitch chat room. Always helps to have a live audience for all this. Thank you for the gift subs, Eric Draven. Also, always very helpful with that. So, I came in um, knowing what today was going to be. And I was looking for to see if Crash and Mark wanted to be a part of this one because they've been a part of the last two Grammy nomination discussions. However... Just life got in the way. Too busy with other schedules. So much stuff. Couldn't happen this time. Now, there's also a part of me that really wanted to see, like, if they if I had to talk about the news. You know, Kid Rock released a 50-year-old man whining grandpa Snowflake song calling out people he doesn't like. Wes Scantlin got all uh, whiny at the uh, sound and lighting board guy at a concert and just walked off the stage. Aaron Lewis is telling people that it was ivermectin that cured him and his healthy lifestyle. You can clearly tell drinking is a serious problem if he thinks he's healthy. However, I knew what today would be. And I won't beat around the bush everyone's most interested and least favorite topic of the year when it comes out. The 2022 Grammy nominations have been announced for all categories. Now, I will be going over five categories to cover alternative rock and metal. Best rock song, best rock album, best metal performance, best rock performance, and best alternative album. Now, that being said, there's a lot to break down for all of this. If you're listening on the podcast forum, I will totally be reading off everything. You're not going to miss a thing if you listen that way. If you're on YouTube, you're on Twitch, you're going to be able to see all the graphs and the lists and things like that do because I have some special stuff also for each one when I started sharing the news with everything. I'll be going into more information about my overall thoughts after them all and just the categories overall. That being said... The Grammys are not reflective of staying with the times with Rock Metal Alternative. I think that's unfortunate. And the people voting in the Grammys, um, the recording industry and things like that, don't, don't ever think, for those who are not aware, it's just one person picking names that he knows. It's never that. It's many people voting on who should be nominated. And it's those people voting, just curating favor and getting people to be nominated. And that really reflects this year. I can't even say I hate the people nominated because that's absolutely not true. It's not crazy. It's not like Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly got nominated for something. No. Puddle of Mud didn't get nominated for something. Of course not. I don't even think he, they released anything new. Thankfully. But. Yeah. Ah. Uh, the confusing reactions to some of these is interesting. Overall, it's not terrible. It's truly not. Across the board, both for the rock, metal, alternative categories, and just overall in general, 
everything's not terrible. It's not a wild, chaotic, stop the world, we want to get off confusing lists like last year for all categories. People were very up in arms last year. However, Puddle of Mud doesn't deserve anything worthy. Well, yeah, but the Grammys know that apparently, or at least they do the last few years. So, that being said, let's go over who the 2022 nominees are. And I'm going to try to set this up appropriately and make sure you guys can see it on Twitch. And then everyone listening on the YouTube, on the podcast forums, you guys will be able to hear everything I say. We're going to start off with the best alternative music album. Best alternative album. As I go here, share my screen. Boom. Hopefully this works out well. Bam, bam, bam. Just getting rid of some tabs. Okay. For best alternative album, Fleet Foxes, sure. Halsey, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Japanese Breakfast, Jubilee. Arlo Parks, Collapse in Sunbeams. And St. Vincent, Daddy's Home. Now, I have to say, safe, fair enough. I openly admit I'm not familiar enough with Arlo Parks. I can't comment too much on that. Japanese Breakfast actually made my honorable mention list for 2019. And I enjoy what they did in 2021. Halsey, that's the, pro the um, project, this album, If I Can't Have, have Love, I Have Lunt Power, that was produced by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. This is Halsey meets Nine Inch Nails, and you can definitely tell their influence on a lot of the songs. Even though I don't love the album, the songs that hit on that album really hit hard. Big time. So. I don't... If I had to guess, I would say... For the name brand value alone, I would say Halsey. St. Vincent's already had the Grammy spotlight for years and years and years. Halsey has a unique project for If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. There is just too much. So. And not to mention, Japanese Breakfast has also been nominated one of the many nominees for Best New Artist, even though they've been around for a while. That's a whole other can of worms I might not get to. The Best New Artist category this year is ridiculous. For those who are not aware, Glass Animals is nominated for Best New Artist. They've been around since 2010. I saw them and shot them in 2015. They weren't new then. So take that for what it's worth. Boy. I do say Halsey. Now, as I get this ready to show people, da -da -da -da. did I close out of it? Oh, that's no problem. Here we go. As I said before, I put polls up for every category on the YouTube community page. After, oh, how much we got? Let me go back here. So I can just show you that way I'm not fudging the votes. You know, I'm being honest. As we go here, I asked everybody on the YouTube community page that saw it, over 500, or f almost 600 votes. People are saying 42% victory, or if I can't have love, I want power. Looks like people agree with me that it'd be Halsey. I say Halsey because of the name value alone for Halsey meets Nine Inch Nails. Too much combined with all that to be ignored. And I really like Japanese Breakfast. I'm a fan of St. Vincent, even though I wasn't really crazy about Daddy's Home. 
I am not familiar with Arlo Parks, and I did not hear Flea Fox's shore. So. That being said, f- fine. It's fine. The alternative music album category is fine. Personally, I feel churches should have gotten much more love this year than many, many, many other groups. Churches had something special this year, and screen violence was what got me back into churches, and I feel they should have gotten something. But that's just me. Maybe for another time, you know. It'll be interesting for those who are listening. The voting went 42% Halsey, 27% St. Vincent, 15% Japanese Breakfast, followed by Fleet Foxes with 12% and Arlo Parks with 3%. So, for alternative, I, I can't complain too much. I can't. It's fine. I don't see people getting too upset with this one. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are irate. And I admit I want churches to get more credit in the alternative fields, but they're doing just fine without it. So what do I know? Not to mention, winning a Grammy doesn't really mean that much. It doesn't. Sometimes it's just that recognition among your peers that matters a little bit, and that's it. And for some of these younger artists, that does, I think that does mean something. Halsey, Japanese breakfast, big time, you know? A few years back when St. Vincent started making a lot of noise with that stuff. Yeah, I think that does mean something. I don't know. That's just me. As we move over here. Following alternative music album. How am I going to do this? How are we going to do this? Uh, let's see which one I go to next. We'll go in the order that... Okay. For best rock performance. We're going to go this way. Make sure I got the right one up. Da-da-da-da. Yep. Okay. I apologize. We're going to see some weird ad from Loudwire, but that'll be okay. Four best rock performance for the 2022 Grammys. ACDC, Shot in the Dark. Black Pumas, Know You Better, live from Capitol Studio A, their live album. Chris Cornell, Nothing Compares to You, a re-released song. Deftones, Ohms. And Foo Fighters making a fire. I. It's very disheartening to see that the youngest band on here, arguably, of the bands are Deftones and Foo Fighters. Um, it's a little rough, guys. Not that you guys know how much I love Deftones, love them. And I really enjoyed Medicine at Midnight. Making a Fire is a fine song. Ohms I love. You know I love Chris Cornell. I mean, you see the Soundgarden piece that's always behind me when I do the podcast. ACDC did not need a best rock performance. And saying this is one of the best rock performances of the year. Eh. And I listened to Know You Better live from Capital Studio 8. It's fine. This felt like the most two seatbelts on, helmets strapped on, everyone be safe type choices from the Grammys and the uh, recording industry and the voters. (sighs) And Black Boomers are not old. They're not. ACDC is old. 
Foo Fighters and Deftones are not spring chickens. They're bands that got big in the 90s. Who do I think will win? It's hard to say. I love ACDC. I do not think ACDC should win this. Compared to the other three, I don't think Black Pumas should win this one either. With no disrespect to them either. Just compared to the other three. And I don't think Chris Cornell should win this. And you know I love Chris Cornell. But no. If it was between my choices, I would say between Foo Fighters and Deftones. Making a fire in Ohms. Probably will be Foo Fighters. Because Grammys love them some Dave Grohl. I do think it would be awesome if Deftones won. But I can't guarantee bank on that. They did I say that when Deftones won Best Metal Performance for the first time, they beat out Iron Maiden, Slipknot, Slayer, Marilyn Manson. Huge names. And Deftones beat them out. So take that for what it's worth too. Now, you guys know I love Foo Fighters. You guys know I love Deftones. You guys know I love Chris Cornell. Love ACDC. Black Pumas I'm not super familiar with, but I have nothing against them. Here's the thing. Do you see the problem now where younger bands are not getting any attention by mainstream, by big audiences, by the recording industry? They're not. It's not even like they're being passed by. They don't exist. They would rather give attention to Deftones, whose album came out in third, fourth quarter of 2020, or Foo Fighters, whose album came out in February. There was a lot of great rock albums and performances that came out in this year span from September to September, and they're just nothing. They don't exist to many people. Oi. If you're wondering what I just did on camera, yeah, I just had to wipe my nose because my allergies are going crazy right now. I apologize. Still are. Ugh. I don't know. I want to have a positive outlook for newer artists and genres that are driven by energy and youthfulness and newer artists trying to break through after a year where no one was allowed to tour. And younger bands were not able to make money. I don't know. Uh, let's go to the poll for this one. As I go over here. On the poll that I asked on YouTube for best rock performance. Let me find it. Where is it? Top one? Yep. For best rock performance. Number one. With 1.5 thousand votes, 1,500 votes, roughly. Everyone's saying, Ohms by Deftones is going to win, 46%. Followed by Shot in the Dark with ACDC by 22%. Chris Cornell's Nothing Compares to You with 19%. Making a Fire by Foo Fighters, 11%. And 1% for Black Pumas, Know You Better. Live from Capital Studio A. I do feel, again, this was a curry favor from the major record labels and make sure the big names stand out. And that's it. Rock is being very, very run by established names. And that's not to say Deftones don't deserve it. You guys know I love Domes. You know I did. The whole album. I really enjoyed Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight and Making a Fire. Not even my favorite song on the album by a long shot. 
but I'm fine with it. I have nothing against ACDC. You know, I love Chris Cornell. This is a category that sh- that would be huge if they had a couple younger bands get a little bit of spotlight. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And someone just asked, why is a live cut getting nominated? It's for best rock performance. That happens all the time. I mean, when The Sound of Silence, the cover version by Disturbed, that was nominated for best rock performance. It didn't win, but it was nominated for their performance on Conan. So this is the best performance. That's how they categorize some of this stuff. <sighs> We're a lot... We are relying on the pillars of rock bands and metal and stuff like that, because Deftones and old names from ACDC, people that are no longer with us, like Chris Cornell. That's not how rock grows, unfortunately. This is a category that really could have shined with at least one different name. And I'll get to some of my suggestions later for the Grammys overall. But man, oh man, it doesn't look great. I don't know. Third category, as we go on. We'll do... What's next? I'll tell you what. We'll go to Best Rock Song next. Because this one is interesting, to say the least. Let me get this big and nice. So that way you can see it on screen when I show you all. There we go. Boom. Best Rock Song for the 2022 Grammy nominations. Weezer, all my favorite songs. Kings of Leon, The Bandits. Mammoth Wolfgate Van Halen, Distance. Paul McCartney, Find My Way. Foo Fighters, Waiting on a War. Now, another single from Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. I really did like Waiting on a War. And I admit, I really do like the distances on here uh, from Mammoth Wolfgate Van Halen. The song he dedicated to his father that went to number one. Song after he passed. After Eddie passed. Uh, guys, this should have been. There's so much good music that came out from September of last year, September of this year. Why is Paul McCartney getting attention for Find My Way as one of the best? You're really going to say that it's because that it really is one of the best. It deserves it. Okay, if you feel that way, fine. You're really going to try to tell me that he's on here not because of what his name is. Everyone knows who he is. That's why his name's on here. That's why he'll keep getting the nominations. He's a beetle. Plain and simple. It's already said in the chat. He's a beetle. You know? And I, and I will say this. Weezer with OK Human, that's that whole album that came out, I have to say, and my time sync is way off because I thought that one came out before uh, September 2020. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I remember everything very poorly. I'm fine with it being on there because it, it, that is like dated very well of a time capsule of a song. The Kings of Leon, The Bandit, No, not for best rock song. For me, in my opinion, just take that for what it's worth. It comes down to waiting on a war and distance. Foo Fighters, Mammoth Wolf, Gay, and Van Halen. 
Okay, human, was this year? Okay, thank you very much. I see my time frame was very wrong. I thought it came out in 2020. I was very wrong, happily wrong then. Totally fine with that too. So, I feel that this has the best shot of a younger artist, younger 30s, getting the attention. I want to say Mammoth is 31, 32. If anyone in the chat would like to correct me, go for it. I feel Distance has the uh, good chance of winning. Number one, who it's dedicated to, Eddie Van Halen. Num like also, it went to number one. The story behind it, Mammoth has proven he's more. He is a he's a guitarist first, but he can also handle his own at songwriting and stuff. I hope he gets it, and I hope that's a true dedication and tribute and passing of the torch from the beyond, so to seek, so to say. Thirty-two. Someone said, "Okay, I was about right then." Yeah. I'm standing by that. I would say, I would hope that Mammoth gets this one. And you guys know I love Foo Fighters. They have enough Grammys. They do. So, he's 30. Oh, so people are getting his age argued in chat wrong now. Whatever. He's in his 30s. I know that. Young 30s. Low 30s. So, as we move on, I'll show the poll now for best rock song. And this one will be interesting too. See, this is one where the public disagreed with me. With 1.1 thousand votes, people are saying Foo Fighters waiting on a war is going to win. 48% of the vote. I get it. I totally understand that. Coming in at number two, Distance from Wolfgang Van Halen. That's my choice. Number three, Weezer, All My Favorite Songs. Followed by Find My Way from Sir Paul McCartney. And the bandit, Kings of Leon, coming in last with 4%. Honestly, guys, I could see if Foo Fighters win. I hope Distance wins for Wolfgang Van Halen. I don't think Weezer... And for someone that likes that song, I don't think that should win for best rock song of 2022. Come on now. Paul McCartney has had more than enough credit and accolades and attention since, oh, 1961. He doesn't even need to show up. He's, we, we, we'll still love Paul. Kings of Leon, the bandit. Nothing against it. Just, eh. Eh. However, if Distance wins, I'm happy. I'm happy. Now, this goes back to the argument, though, the last one. Look who they're naming for the winners, or the nominees. I should say, Weezer. How old is Rivers Cuomo right now? Foo Fighters, like, same argument as last time. Kings of Leon are getting up there in age. The guys, they're banking. The Academy, the voters, the nominators, everyone banking on established names for attention. Safe. It's safe. Boy, is Rivers 51? I believe it. I totally believe it if, if he's 51. I totally believe that. Huh. Dave Grohl's in his 50s? Oh, I'm sure he is. Same problem, though. And we'll get to that a little bit more after the categories. Next category. I think we've done three now. We've got two more to go. Let me go here. Come on. Did that one. All right. 
one of the big ones that I'm always interested in to see who votes for this one, who votes for that one. Best rock album of 2022. And this is where I start getting a little disappointed. For best rock album of 2022 for the Grammy nominations, let me get this in frame correctly. Wow. Come on. The one thing, um, Loudwire does such a great job of keeping up with news and like very quickly. Only knock I have on Loudwire, they love their ads. Sweet mercy. You cannot drag your mouse a pixel without like bumping into an ad. Okay. Best rock album for Grammy nominations for 2022. ACDC, Power Up. Black Pumas, Capital Cuts, live from Studio A. Chris Cornell, No One's Less Sings Like You Anymore, Volume 1. Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. And Paul McCartney, McCartney 3. It's most of the same names you've already talked about. They, it's almost as if all these voters, and there are many, listened to six albums, and these are the ones they just kept rem- they could remember. Power Up, as much as I love ACDC, does not deserve to be best rock album of the year. Chris Cornell, you guys know I've gone ad nauseum for Chris Cornell, my love for that man. That does not deserve to be best rock album. Compilation, past recorded songs. Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight, I kind of expected. To be honest. And I enjoyed it. I'm aware that I'm only one of the few. I enjoyed it probably more than most. Even I would not say best rock album of the year. And someone just said Deftones Ohms got snubbed. Yeah, I mean, if they always kind of flirt like or cross the lines between metal and rock for the albums category, they could have put Ohms on there for sure. Something like my favorite album, Spanish Love Songs, last year. There's no way they're going to get the attention. They just weren't. Look at the names they would have to compete against. And that's the problem. The youngest artists on here. Not that young. They are establishing old names who have already seen Grammy success. Foo Fighters, Paul McCartney, ACDC, Chris Cornell. I don't know about Black Pumas. I, don't, I can't imagine. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe they have been nominated before. Again, not uh, super familiar with Black Pumas. Oi. This one hurt. Because 2021, from September to January, and then the last four months of last year, there was so much good rock music that came out. Rock albums. Even EPs, if they want to do that way. EPs have won this category before. And they just, you know, they just didn't do it. If you were looking on screen right there, you kind of, you might have saw a glimpse of some of my best and worst nominations, like for my own personal albums. So let me go through our last category, then I'll let you know what, just kind of a hint of what I'm looking at for the best and worst of the year. And also someone else said, no, the pretty reckless. Nope. That would have been a fair one for one of these categories. No, Miles Kennedy? Nope. Not a chance. Spirit Box? Nope. They would have been a great new artist to highlight. Nope. No Poppy. And she had several EPs come out. Poppy was nominated last year, however, so I at least understand that. No Idols? Nope. They've had two, they had an album come out that people did enjoy. I enjoyed it. 
this one that came out like a month ago or whatever it was, what this recently, not crazy about that one, but the one last year, Ultramano, liked it quite a bit. No Turnstile, nope. No Royal Blood, nope. No Rise Against, nope. Even Rise Against, that's part of the argument though for how long they've been around to since like the year 2000. <laughs> They'd still be the young, the young guns in this one though. I don't know. <sighs> safe. Very comfortably safe. For the poll, for best rock album, let me pull this up. Which is what I kind of predicted too. 1.1 thousand votes. Bam. Bam. 43% say Medicine at Midnight by Foo Fighters. Followed by ACDC. Power up. Then 21%. No one sings like you anymore. Volume 1. Chris Cornell. Fourth place. Paul McCartney with McCartney 3. And Black Pumas with 2% for Capital Cuts Live from Studio A. It's, and I get I get the rankings, I get the votings on this one. I can't argue it for anyone. Looking at it now, I can see Foo Fighters taking this. I can see this being the one Foo Fighters... If Foo Fighters take one that they're nominated for, I hope it's this one. So that way that frees up Deptones for best rock performance or whichever one it was, you know? Is that the one it was? Yeah, best rock performance. I'd be fine with that. It doesn't make an argument, or the argument still exists for older established bands from the 90s still getting the attention in 2021. And it also is annoying for me. I know I always complain about this, the weird cutoff dates for September to September, not later in the year. Because, you know, Ohms came out in fall of last year. But whatever. Love Deftones, but that's still the argument, though. No new blood. No new blood. It's like over here, final category, best metal performance. This one's interesting. And I do want some feedback on this one too. For best metal performance of 2021, Deftones, Genesis. These are songs, by the way. Deftones, Genesis. Dream Theater, The Alien. Gojira, Amazonia. Mastodon, Pushing the Tides, Rob Zombie, The Tribe of King Freak. Now, I will say this. This is a decent reflection of good metal songs. I do feel some of these songs really were some of the best metal performances. Mastodon barely squeaked theirs in, by the way, for Pushing the Tides. Fine. You guys know I love Gojira. Kind of cool to see the alien on there. But Dream Theater is a band that's been around for decades. Deftones, since the 90s. Gojira, since the early 2000s. Rob Zombie, since the 90s. Mastodon, since the 2000s. Early 2000s is when they really started. Same problem. Zero new blood, and there was a lot of new cool blood in metal. A lot. If Spirit Box would have gotten something on this one, I would have lost my mind. And I think that would have got a great amount of buzz positively for metal, for Spirit Box, for women in metal, for everything involved, and for the Grammys. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Someone just brought up a great point, by the way. 
none of these categories will be aired on television. They'll be aired on the pre-show. So you have to watch online like last year, which I get. Then again, they're not going to show any new artists. They're going to show bands that have already won Grammys before. My pick for this one would be between Gojira's Amazonia and Deftones Genesis. If I had my way, I would say Gojira. I think I listen to Amazonia because that is my favorite album off, or favorite song off of the album Fortitude. And I think that one should win. I would not argue if Deftones, Mastodon, or even Dream Theater won this one. Rob Zombie should not get this one, The Triumph of King Freak. The, I truly feel the out, latest album from Rob Zombie was a just a phone-in. It was just nonsense. It was... And I love Rob Zombie. I got a, one of my pictures that I took of him hanging on the wall somewhere in my house. Oi. It just, it should have been more new blood. And they just refused to do it. To the poll that I made on YouTube. Let's go over here. Let me make sure that I got the right one showing for you guys. Best metal performance. Over 1,000 people voted. And said six for in the past six hours. People are agreeing with me. Gojira, Amazonia, 39%. It's fairly close. 32% for Genesis, Deftones, which I love that song too. And then the other three, the final three before them are also fairly close as well. 11% Dream Theater for the Alien. 10% Mastodon pushing the tides. 9% Rob Zombie, the Triumph of King Freak. And would it be cool to see Gojira win Best Metal Performance in 2021? Absolutely. I think that would be very fitting. Would it be cool to see Deftones win Best Rock Performance? Sure, you got it. Would it be cool to see Foo Fighters win for making a, or for um, Medicine Midnight for Best Rock Album? I'm fine with that. Even if it's not my favorite album of 2021 or the past year, fine. And Concert Crap just put out a great lit thing. We need a lot more artists we've never heard of on these lists. We need a few more. I'm not even saying we have like nobodies, but there are so many younger artists that came this year that people have heard of that get got nothing this year. Not even a glimpse. I don't know. That's one of those things, guys. So looking back at what we have now, I would say for best but my opinion, and you can call me out and say how wrong I am, once the Grammys air in their early 2022. Gojira for best metal performance with Amazonia. For best rock performance, Deftones Ohms. Then let me go make sure I got all these picks right. Best rock song, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen for Distance. Best rock album, Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. Best alternative music album, Halsey, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Keep in mind, the way I did it, that's five different names getting five different Grammys. No one's doubling up. Because at least then you have something. And I do like Japanese Breakfast for the alternative al album too. They already got several nominations though. <sighs> when will the next big name in rock and metal get everyone's attention again? I feel the band that came the closest in the past 10 years was Ghost. And they've won Grammys. They've been nominated for Grammys. Grammys love them. Their tours are selling out all over the U.S. and all around the world. They're festival headliners. I think they will close out festivals very soon 
possibly in 2022, because they're going to have a new album come out in 2022. But even Ghost, been around for 10 years now. The fresh new blood are not getting the attention. Bring Me the Horizon, there's another name. Code Orange, you guys know I love Code Orange. They've been nominated twice now for Grammys. The Grammys are not completely guilty of always ignoring new blood. That is very unfair to say. The metal, the metal category, the best metal performance, has normally done a better job of that. But they also go for established names and popularity. When Greta Van Fleet broke on the scene, you better believe Greta Van Fleet was getting pre-fitted for their, cost, for their outfits to accept a Grammy. And this is coming from someone who likes Greta Van Fleet just fine. I don't know what to say about the 2022 Grammys, except you played it extremely safe and it shows you just didn't really look into much more for everyone that voted and nominated and worked on for your consideration, acceptances, all the email press, things like that. Now, there are many bands who could not care less. They know the Grammys mean nothing. The Grammys are more for a show. But these are safe choices. Safe. The alternative music album, best alternative album category, at least looks more varied by that stance. <sighs> I don't know. It's very deflating and, very, and a little bit discouraging because you want to keep promoting new music. And when you have the one day that's event that like shows who's the best at something, take that for what it's worth, and you still keep hammering down Foo Fighters, ACDC, Paul McCartney. It's kind of a shock and a slap to the face to all these other bands who are working their butts off and lighting up the charts and lighting a house on fire and setting records on tour when they're allowed to tour. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know what to expect. We'll have to see. And I will say this. There are no insanely controversial picks. Don't lie. I'm not the only one that was worried that Machine Gun Kelly was going to get nominated for something. That's how the world works sometimes. But at least you have to take, if you want to take all that bad and have a negative outlook for the Grammys this year, Find some positives, too. I don't know. It'll be very, very interesting to see what happens with this one. So, what do I think is the best of this past year? Who do I think should have gotten some attention? What are some newer names? Or not even newer names, but like some better examples of what was the best of this past year. Excuse me a second. You can tell when I'm out of allergy medicine, when I have to stop the show to blow my nose. Yikes. That's right, professionalism. I feel that this past year in 2021, and I'll talk about this more in my list videos in December. You guys know I always do top five worst albums, top 10 best albums. Videos I always look forward to making. I already have my list going of 
unranked list so far, just like a list of albums, but then I rank them for the end of the year. Gojira is on there for who I think has one of the best albums in rock, alternative metal. That's how I categorize everything of those genres. I never do live albums, no cover albums, no parody albums, no EPs. Just helps to break down and like kind of keep the playing field down a little. Not to say that there were great EPs out there. Poppy had a great one with Eat. Creeper had a great EP. But it's just to help narrow it down. However, in 2021, Gojira, Fortitude, absolutely. Epica had a great metal album this year, guys. They didn't get crap. They didn't get any notification. Nothing. Turnstile. That's one of my favorite albums this year. Fun. Punk. Hardcore punk. That's different. They used a different flair and made something fresh. Nothing. Spirit Box. Metal album. You better believe that should have gotten some type of recognition. Absolutely. And there are some metal bands that did not make the um, deadline. I know a lot of people are Ice Nine Kills fan. I am too. They did not make the deadline for this one. So it's understandable. Converge, Chelsea Wolf. They just had their collaboration album come out. That didn't make the deadline. So that makes sense. Lingua Ignata. And I know I'm botching the pronunciation. She has needs more attention for how great of an artist she is. She needs some good things to happen to her also. Yikes. I said before in the very beginning with the alternative albums, Church's Screen Violence is one of my favorite albums of the year. It's what got me back into Church's. This is arguably their more, most alternative sounding album also that does go heavier into the rock side of things and less, less electronic. That's, Church's is probably top five for me along with some of those other albums I've not talked about. And there were other albums that came out too that I enjoyed. I don't know if it's going to make the top 10 list or not. I really enjoyed Whitechapel's attempt to go more clean singing with their deathcore. Slothrust, who is a more indie sounding band, I've been championing on New Music Night. They had their theirs come out. I really enjoyed that. I like the Death Heaven album. It's um, Death Heaven's new latest one. I didn't love it, but the songs that work on there are great. Star Set did not make the deadline. Just barely didn't make it. I like that one. But this is some of the stuff, the positive stuff for 2021. <clears throat> the reason I'm listing all these names, some are more established, some are newer, some are younger, some are a better outlook for what rock alternative metal have. But instead, Paul McCartney and ACDC are still getting the spotlight. And it's a spotlight, the bands themselves, ACDC and Paul McCartney are not asking for the spotlight either. You know? That's another weird thing. <sighs> I wish we had a better representation for the Grammys to showcase what rock and metal alternative have but when the Grammys only showcase the same names and then they don't even air it on television. Do you wonder why the Grammys aren't ever going to show this stuff and people argue the Grammys don't care about metal, rock, even alternative now? It's just how it is. Poppy performed at the 2021 Grammys or this earlier this year off TV. She had a killer performance. She, like a lot of people were turned around on her at, in the industry 
And that was the end of it. I don't know. It, uh, it's rough. It is rough. And I see a lot of people listen off their favorite albums in the chat. I'm happy you guys do that. Uh, if you're on the YouTube listening, list off who you think should have been nominated for any of the categories we talked about, as well as what some of your favorite albums and songs were this year, too. I want to know. I'll be looking at stuff. I have my lists. I also have my worst list going as well. I know three albums, like as of right now, for my top five worst albums list, I know three albums that are for sure are going to be on that list. For sure. The other two slots I'll have to weigh over my options and see from the bank of stuff that I'm looking at. There was so much music that came out this past year, even from September to September, for the Grammy consideration. It, it was a flood. Not just a steady stream, a flood of new music because we came out of the depths of pandemic all our favorite artists, all our least favorite artists, all worked and wrote and tried to make something. The ones that cared. Most of them came out with something to show, whether it was something different or something just riding the same groove they always do. People put in effort. And I don't know. It's kind of a bummer because I was hoping for more variety and fresher names to get a little bit of that glimpse of attention. When you see, even last year, they had that. They totally did. And last year was rough. It was weird. For some of the ridiculous nominations for what categories people were put in. But that's how it is. I also still laugh, and I wrap around to this point. Glass Animals, nominated for Best New Artist. I don't know of any other way to say the Grammy recording industry and the foundation of all the people that get to vote are very out of touch. Yikes. I don't hate these nominees. I understand these nominees. But I admit I'm slightly disappointed because this should not be a true reflection of everything we have. I don't know. And that's very pessimistic, defeatist attitude. I get it. Speaking of pessimistic and defe uh, defeatist attitude, time for the Billboard Mainstream Rock Top 3 of the Week. Every week we go over the top three Billboard Mainstream Rock songs to talk about what's either plaguing or blessing the radio waves, FM, Sirius XM, satellite radio, online, internet radio, you name it. Coming in at number three, falling from the top spot, Alone Again by Asking Alexandria. The fact that it got to number one still shocks me, guys. It still shocks me. Coming in at number two with a bullet, I mean, it really shot up there. Supercharged by Aaron Jones. I'm not against it. It's another younger artist that has talent, that has a sound. Gretchen and I are also able to see him live uh, at a festival in September. He can play. He can do it live. And number one. Speaking of Billboard being plagued by the same safe names and refusing to give more new names a chance. 
Papa Roach with Kill the Noise. That's another number one for Papa Roach. Say what you want. Papa Roach has a diehard fan base and they're not going anywhere. Ever. That band could break up and the that massive fan base would show up to Jacoby's house and pick him up and force him to Jerry's house and force them to get back together in the studio. Doesn't matter. And that is correct. Someone also just said in the chat, at least it's not Swerve. That is absolutely correct. Well said. It's hard to say what's going to happen for the shape of rock and metal and everything, alternative and all the genres we love, punk, indie, industrial, you name it. It's going to be very interesting to see where this goes from here. Because year's not over yet. We have more albums coming out still. Volbeat's album is still coming, going to drop in December. There's other new albums coming out the rest of this year. And it's going to be very, very wild to see what comes in 2022. Because we already have a lot of album announcements for loose release dates. Promises from big names saying, yeah, you're getting new stuff in 2022. Ghost. Avenged Sevenfold. You know? These are big names. We have a st- like we already have um, stuff that's assigned and we know is coming. I think it's like the first week of January. Underoath is releasing their new album. You know, there's a lot of stuff coming, guys. A lot. The one cool thing about Twitch for New Music Night is, and it has helped me keep tabs on new albums and new songs that come out each week, and I am very grateful for that. Because without that, there is no way I could have kept up this year. All the crazy stuff that happened with me, with my family, with uh, more cancer scares, leaving my job in a very unexpected, and I'm very happy about how it turned out, but very unexpected way, starting grad school. There's no way I could have kept up with all the new music that kept flooding out. Not to mention YouTube being YouTube. Um <laughs> In March and April, my channel was doing the worst it had ever done in the years I've been doing the YouTube channel. Summer picked back up just fine. October was the best month of YouTube I've ever had. I had over 1 million views in a month on the Rock's YouTube channel. And now in November, we're going back down. I am in the middle of that big YouTube algorithm D push again. And that's fine. That's just how it is. People aren't checking out uh, Regretting the Past, even though so many people demand they want more of it. And then people are not checking out the latest video that I posted yesterday, which, by the way, is available now. 10 more intense concert injuries. Found another 10, and it does include Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest at Louder Than Life. I saw them two days before that, too. But it has the whole statement from him. And by the way, as a little bit of an update, Richie Faulkner doing much better, and he's playing guitar every day at home now. That man is made of metal. It's, inf- it's infused in his system, and he's really feeling it. So, that being said, also someone just said, are there any good new punk bands? Well, I'll say this. Uh, check out Turnstile's latest album. Punk, with a refreshing sound, had one of the best albums come out this year. By a long shot. That's another album that's in my top five best. I don't know where it sits yet, but it's way high up there. It might be top three. Again, I gotta rank everything, though. And that'll come in time. Little bit of announcement. Number one, next week, the podcast that rocks will be on Monday, 
not Tuesday. The reason is because I was invited to a concert next Tuesday the 30th. So I'm going to push back the, po- the podcast or bump it up a day. So we will be live on Twitch November 29th. Please join us then. I'll set tons of reminders. I'll let people know on Discord, on all the socials. Make sure everyone's updated. Not going to be here Tuesday night next week. It'll be Monday night, November 29th. Number two, patrons are have about a day, two days left to vote on who I'm going to do the next discography tier list video on, where I try to get a guest and we rank and decide which album goes where on a tier list for a band's discography. I'm letting my patrons vote on that. I think not that many patrons have voted yet. So if you are on Patreon or you want to get on Patreon, um, you can get that poll right now and get to vote on that. There's about a day and a half left for voting. On a side note for everyone that's interested, if you want to be a part of that voting tier, it's $5 a month, not per video, a month gets you access to that along with, you know, all the other stuff, including seeing videos early and you get the weekly new music playlist email to you and things like that. So that being said, thank you guys very much. I will be back on Monday nights. I hope you all are doing very well. I hope you all leave comments on the YouTube videos. I know I say that all the time. Go to like whatever videos are recent, old videos, leave comments. That helps way more than you would imagine. Stay safe out there. Look out ad for each other. We will see you guys next Monday. Have a great night. See you on New Music Night for Sunday night also. Thanks, everybody.